allow us this morning to greet our father right there at the back we are grateful to God about your life daily hallelujah greetings to all the pastors and their spouses in our midst and greetings to you the church and our visitors in Jesus mighty name we are not where we used to be. Our feet are not what they used to be. Our feet are like the feet of a deer. Because we have been set on higher ground. And every one of us is standing on their own high place. You see, when you are standing on a high place, you've got an advantage to see things that you wouldn't see when you were at a low place. You see things from a different perspective. On a high place, you see your goal at a distance. But to get there, you need to walk and get there. Now when you walk, you are going to see the obstacles that were hidden from you when you were standing on higher ground. The things that seemed small might look big. That's why we're going into fasting and praying for God's guidance and protection. Just because God has spoken, it means we need to connect. We're in Ezra chapter 8. Verse 21 to 23. Ezra 8. 21 to 23. Fasting and praying and protection. I am aware that during the past week God kept on reminding most of you the word he has spoken about you. And he was confirming in your heart that this is the season. Fasting and praying for God's guidance and protection. Yona 
kile ka laela gore bohle ri ikule dijo gore ri kokobetse pele ga modimo wa rena ri mo gopele gore a ri shireletse leto rena le bana le batsofadi go te le ditho tshohle tsa rena kile ka le wa ke ditlong go gopela khoshi gore a re fema dira le bana medi ba dipere ba o batlago tsama ba re shireletsa manabeng le ton la rena ka go bane ke be ke mmuditse gore modimo wa rena o loketse yo mongwe le o mongwe yo a mmotago iutwa o galefela man le mang yo amur amur amufuralela ho gomme amotla ka gona ra ikuna di jora rapela gore modimo a ri shireletse miena akwa ditapelo tsarina i've got it in niv and it reads thus there by the ahava canal i proclaim the fast so that we might humble ourselves before our god and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all our possessions i was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because we had told the king the gracious hand of our god is on everyone who looks to him but his great anger is against all who forsake him so we fasted and petitioned our god about this and he answered our prayer let's give you a brief background this is 80 years after the first group of exiles left babylon back to jerusalem Ezra is going to lead the second group back to Jerusalem from Babylon. God had granted him favor in the eyes of king Artaxerxes. Artaxerxes. And then this king had given him a letter. Saying that wherever he passes they must allow him to pass and they must give him some things some some treasures to take along for the house of the lord in jerusalem in other words yes of captivity had ended for this group exactly the same way god said to us last week yes of 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 captivity yes of struggling with the same thing has come to an end now when when this time comes 
Ezra gets out of Babylon, but he camps next to the canal of Ahava for three days. You know, Ezra has heard from the Lord. The king had confirmed it. But he comes and proclaims a fast. Remember what the Bible says about Ezra. It says he's a man who knew the law of God and followed the law of God. It means he knows God. He knows the promises of God. He knows the provision of God. God has provided, but he doesn't move, he doesn't jump to go. He calls all who are going. Let us fast and let us pray for the journey ahead of us. This morning, Mami Lodi IAG, let us fast. Let us pray for the journey ahead of us. We have never been on this level before. We have never stood on this high ground before. Yes, we have our experience with God. But every step of the way, God will be doing new things. In other words, we cannot walk by experience of yesterday. Why? fasting and praying. He says, so that we can humble ourselves before the Lord. Fasting is a sacrificial kind of prayer. Where you deny your flesh the things of the flesh. For a spiritual reward. You deny it's not dieting. Hallelujah. You see when you diet. You can cut your starch and your protein. Like we are going to cut it now. But when you diet. It doesn't matter what you do with your life right. But when you fast. The long time you would be spending for preparing food. You use it to read the word and to pray. So when you fast. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. You seek the face of the Lord. Because you heard where he's leading you. But you need to know where to tread. Hey, let's bring it home. When he said to Moses, you will deliver the children of Israel. 
the details of the journey was hidden to them. The fact that the Israelites, the very Israelites he was taking out will murmur and complain against him was hidden from him. The fact that when he shifts for a while, just for a while, just for 40 days when he shifts, Miriam and Aaron will allow the Israelites to build an idol was hidden from Moses. You see, God has spoken about your life. God tells you the end. Maybe some of the information about your journey. But I'm here to tell you this morning the details of your journey are hidden. Because God has provided the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide. Now you need to come to a time of fasting and prayer. You need to be lifted. As you walk in the physical, in the natural. You need to be lifted in the spirit. Now when you humble yourself before the Lord. He will lift you up. When you humble yourself to pray. He has your prayer. And he understands. Why fast? Why humble yourself? The way up. Is the way down. Unless you can come down. You can't go up. Remember the action of the spring. Now I want to explain. Maybe some of you, the Holy Spirit prompted you to start the fast before today. And some of you, he will prompt you to continue beyond the 21 days. Although we are fasting corporately 21 days, you are standing on your high place. It's got its needs. It's got its purpose. We're talking about the spring effect. Alright. something like the shocks. You see the shocks? shocks? They are not the same size with the ones for, for X5. Because of the difference in the content of two casts. X5 can load far more than Uno. So, so the weight in an Uno doesn't reach the weight that an X5 has to care. So when they manufacture an X5, they, they make a bigger spring for the car. Now when you come to the to the vents, the, the two tunnels, the five tunnels, and the Oshkosh, when you come to the buggies and the big lorries, the ones that are carrying heavy loads. The spring. The, the spring. 
will match the weight. Now because of the big weight of an Oshkosh, there will be big weight that takes it down. But it doesn't be a problem for the Oshkosh to do the work. Because with the weight, you'll see when they say, Amen. It, 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 it comes to its position. And then it will come, come. Amen. Amen. In fasting, humble yourself. In prayer. When you have, why humble yourself? Because after God has spoken, you have a mental picture of what God has said. And your mental picture is not the spiritual picture of what God meant. The goal is the same. His ways are not our ways. So, so, so you need to empty yourself of self in fasting and prayer. Because in prayer, you are seeking the face of the Lord. In prayer, you are seeking the direction of the Lord. That's why we said prayer is two-way communication. You don't pray and stand up. You pray and wait. He will speak. When you are standing on higher ground, it is critical that you don't walk by experience. You humble yourself before God and allow him to do in you what he needs to do through you. You see, last week we said you're standing on your high place. I want you to know that it's a spiritual position. And you're not standing on sand. You are standing on Christ, the rock of all ages. You see, with Ezra, although it was time to move, he saw it was critical to prepare for the journey. We are standing on higher ground. It's time to move. But it is critical to be prepared in the spirit for the journey. Our hearts need to be in the right spiritual posture. 
so that the spirit man can descend the direction of God. In verse 21, Ezra shows us three main focuses. Three main focuses. That's what we'll be praying for. Number one, it's a guidance for us. That Lord, you will guide us. Hey, I want you to never forget this one. Remember the time we had the TV, not with that dish that stands on the roof, but we, we had that aerial that had two ears and that was on top of the TV. You remember electricity would be on. The TV would be on. And remember those days, Nerukota TV 1, TV 2. We were just pressing and it was there. And there were times where you press that button, it would make waves. You see people are there, but they are funny people. And when you needed to see, you had to take that aerial. And somebody behind you looks. You remember? And then you, you, they say, move it to the right. Pull it a bit forward. Slightly to the left. Because the picture would be there. But unless the aerial was in sync with the image, your eyes would be open, but you would be unable to see. Now I am saying fasting connects your spirit man to the spiritual goal that God has set before you. When, when, when you release your heart to the Lord. He fills your heart with himself. Then you will know what to do, when to do it, how to do it, with who to do it. Guidance is important. Because as Christians, it is very easy to choose between good and bad. Because bad does not align with the word of God. Hey, can I speak to parents whose children don't have space in tertiary yet? We can differentiate between good and bad. You see, when you are looking for a space for your child, and the administrator says, administrator says, Samaya today, Mama, go. Tomorrow when you come back, let's meet that room uh, to be. When the admin computers are at reception, and he says, that seat in the tertiary is not for your child. God will not bring it in an evil way. You choose between good and bad 
it's easy. Because God hates bribery. So he won't give you space by bribery. It's not God. It's not God. It's not God. But the challenge is to, is to choose between better and best. God has spoken and he said he's giving you a new position. Remember how it comes. Very rarely will it be one company calling you. Am I talking to somebody? Just because it's the time of God. It will be two, three giving you a position. You don't look at the papers and the offer with a physical eye. Because there's somewhere where God is taking you. It is in prayer that God is going to guide you on which one you are to say yes to and which one to say no to. Let me warn you. Usually, if it's from God, it won't make sense. He will cause you to say no to that tender opportunity that gives you hundreds of thousands and prompt you to say yes to the one that gives you 50,000. Because your provision is not from the tender. Remember what he said last week. He said, even when you have zero, the wealth of a sinner has been laid down for the inheritance of the just. So, she will start you at the, with the because there's one bigger than the one you want to take. He is in the process of shifting you to put you in. Now, if you don't inquire of the Lord, when the right one from the Lord comes, your hands will be full. Your hands will be full of the wrong fruit. God must lead. God must guide. God must protect. So we need him. You need to have a soft heart. You need to have an open heart. You need to have a receptive heart. Because God will not tell you what you want to hear. He'll tell you what you need to hear. He will not take you where you want to go. He will take you where you need to go. That's a big difference. Remember, God is our only source. We ask guidance from him because he's a dependable direction for us. Why ask direction? Because he's been there already. 
the best person who can direct you to a place is the person who's been to the place. But God has not only been to the place. He has created the place. He has created the people in the place. He knows the heart of the people in the place. He not only knows but he controls. He's in control. He controls seasons. He controls situations. He is in control. He is an almighty God. He has the power to break a wall using a word. He, you, you need to hear from him because what looks like a wall to you by the time you put your foot, he will have removed the wall. Because he is able. And he does exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can imagine. Or ask, according to the power that is at work within us, that comes as we fast and pray seeking the face of the Lord. You see, when you understand that fasting and prayer is meant for you, I want to correct. There are people who say we can just pray without fasting. Then when Jesus talked to the disciples, he should have said, if you fast. But he didn't say, if you fast. Because he knows there's a time where you are going to need to fast. He said, when, it means it's a time. When you fast, not if you fast. When you fast, it means there's going to be a time. And that's why Muruti Piri, yes, we are fasting corporately, but there are times as a pastor where you fast with your wife. But there's a time as a pastor where you fast alone. There's a time where we fast as pastorate. There is time where we fast as a board and where we fast as a pastorate. There is time where you fast as a cell group. There is time when we fast as a nation. The when you fast. When you fast, you humble yourself. And, and the antenna of heaven is connected. I want to bring it home. We are a Pentecostal church. And the Holy Spirit is the master of a service. We are Pentecostals. Now when you fast as a Pentecostal, do expect the Holy Spirit to lead. But expect the Holy Spirit to use you. Now sometimes it will be an individual fast. But the Lord will give you a word of a, a message of the word of knowledge to, to give you a a solution for a problem for somebody. 
We need it. We don't do it to lose weight. We don't do it to lose weight. If you are doing it because you, you gained weight over December, please pause. Please pause. We are seeking the face of God. We are not doing it for looking good. There are many things that can cause you to lose weight. Problems can cause you to lose weight. Sickness can cause you to lose weight. We're doing it for spiritual strength. We focus on guidance. Lord, now that you have spoken, I believe you, Father. I believe every word you have spoken. Now guide me. Lead me. Mm. I need you to lead me. Guide me as you walk along beside us. Holy Spirit, what a wonder you are. Wonder you are. I need you to lead me, to guide as you walk along beside me holy spirit what a wonder learn not to move unless he says move sometimes you experience bad things in your life. You lose things. You experience an accident because you moved when the robot was ready. Wait. On the Lord, I say, wait. Number two is the assistance focus. As he, he says, we're asking God for a safe journey. And listen to what he's saying. He, he doesn't make, want to make it on his own and alone. He says for us and for our children. As we fast, standing on higher ground when we say lead us, guide us, protect us for us and our children and because I'm a granny for my child's children protect us assist us why is Ezra praying this prayer? Because there were beasts on the road they were to take. There were robbers on the road they were to take. There are beasts who will tear apart what God has given you. You need the protection of the Lord. There are robbers 
who will unlawfully steal from you what God has given you. You need the protection of God. When, when he sees now they are going he remembers there are beasts, there are robbers but I like what he says in verse 22 he says I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers or headsmen why because I have told them that there is no God who protects his children like our God. Can I talk to you? Sometimes we have a father but when practical time comes can't that for this? Why, why, why we are why we are Why are you now asking from us? We said the just shall live by faith. Now your faith will be tested. As you, as you are moving on higher ground, your faith will be tested. Give God His space. Let Him show off to your enemies who he is. Give him space. Don't, don't be afraid of the beast. Uh-uh. Daniel was in a lion's den with hungry lions. But the lions couldn't touch him. Your God is in control. They ask God for a safe journey. Remember, Ezra knew the law. In other words, he asked God for assistance. Yet he knew the promise of God. Can we read Deuteronomy 31 verse 6? Can you beam it for us, please? Listen, God says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Ezra knows this promise. But knowing this promise, Ezra prays. Because Ezra knows the promise can be there but your heart needs to be right to be able to access the promise. And we know what the Lord says in Proverbs 2 verse 11. Here it says discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Let us pause. Without prayer, will you have discretion? Without prayer, will you have understanding? 
But in fasting and prayer, when you humble yourself before the Lord, the, the Holy Spirit will cause you to descend. He'll cause you to descend. He will bless you wisdom. He will give you faith through the Holy Spirit. Then the things that don't make sense, He will give you the spirit of understanding. So don't take it for granted. Ask and you will receive. We need God's assistance. And finally, a substance focus. He says, protect us with all our possessions. Remember, these are the possessions that they given them when they got out of captivity. Now, fasting and praying releases the power of God in your situation. It is critical that you remove your eyes from the things you see, the difficulties you see, and fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. We are closing. I don't know about you. And I don't want to speak on your behalf. I only can speak about myself and for myself. Lord, if you say you have put me to lead these people, to lead these people and you say you have set our feet on higher ground Lord I have a need I need you to lead me I need you to guide me I need you to lead each and every one of them I need you to guide each and every one of them Father is the prayer of my heart that every one of us when we stand before Christ one day we wouldn't have missed a step but we would have followed your leading we have followed your guidance we would have followed your direction because the gracious hand of God is on everyone who looks to him we need the gracious hand of God upon our lives. Let's look unto God with fasting and prayer. As we fast and we pray, include your personal things. We've given you a list of corporate things. Lord, we need you to lead us. We need you to guide us. We need you, Lord. We need you more than we've ever needed you. Yes, I needed you when I moved from one level to the next. The atmospheres were not very different. But I need you more because I'm in a brand new dimension. I've never been here before. I need you, Lord. 
is that the prayer of your heart can you stand just where you are we're not coming to the front today father I need you to lead me I need you to guide me through this prayer and fasting I'm moving my eyes from physical things I need you to connect me to spiritual things I believe everything you said. My heart yearns to do what you desire. I have the feet of a deer. My soul yearns for you. My spirit is hungry for you. I will not do the books without the leading of the Holy Spirit. I will not preach a sermon without the leading of the Holy Spirit. I will not cancel a single person without the leading of the Holy Spirit. Father, I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. We need God.